It's Tuesday, March the 31st, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, Spanish COVID-19 infections surpass China's and oil prices slide. First, the world in brief. Spain's number of confirmed infections, like those of Italy and America, overtook the official total for China. It approached 88,000, of whom more than 7,700 have died. But in a sign that Spain's ongoing 15-day lockdown may be having an effect, the number of daily new cases, 6,400, was lower than it had been for a week. The price of West Texas Intermediate crude oil dipped below $20 a barrel, nearly its lowest point in 18 years. Demand has slumped amid the coronavirus outbreak and a price war between Russia and Saudi Arabia. Brent crude, the international benchmark, also fell below $23 a barrel. Johnson & Johnson said it was developing a potential vaccine against COVID-19 that could be available early next year. The pharmaceutical giant, one of several working on a vaccine, said it and the federal government were investing more than $1 billion in its development. J&J said the vaccine would be sold on a not-for-profit basis during the pandemic. Macy's, America's biggest department store, furloughed most of its 130,000 staff without pay. It had closed most of its 500 stores nearly two weeks ago. Gap Inc. followed suit with plans to furlough 80,000. And Kohl's, another rival, said it would let go most of its workers. One in four American workers is employed in the retail sector. Hungary's parliament granted Viktor Orban, the country's right-wing populist prime minister, sweeping new powers that could in effect allow him to bypass the legislature on any law and rule by decree. The emergency measures are ostensibly necessary to fight COVID-19, but critics decried them as a blank check for a leader who has already hollowed out Hungary's democracy. The National Liberation Army, a rebel group in Colombia, declared a month ceasefire beginning on April 1st. The left-wing ELN has been at war with successive Colombian governments for 50 years, but said it was making a humanitarian gesture to help fight the coronavirus pandemic. The group added that it is open to restarting peace negotiations. And Tokyo's Summer Olympic Games are now due to begin on July 23rd, 2021, and run through to August 8th. The International Olympic Committee and an organising committee in Tokyo announced a postponement last week in light of the coronavirus pandemic. Despite their new date, the Games will still be called Tokyo 2020, and pre-booked tickets will continue to be valid. And now, here's today's agenda. Intensive care. Money, planning and people pour into the NHS. Stay home, protect the NHS, save lives. So runs the British government's slogan. But the National Health Service is not a passive victim. It has made extensive preparations. Five new field hospitals to provide more than 10,000 beds are being built in four conference centres and a stadium. Most non-emergency appointments are now carried out by phone or video link. Extra funding has bought beds from the private sector and some 20,000 retired medics have already returned to work to help with many more to come. Beneath the surface, the wiring of the health service, including payment systems, inspections and commissioning powers, has been rerouted with the NHS now operating on a command and control basis. So far, 1,408 Britons have died from COVID-19, though no death has been blamed on a shortage of intensive care capacity. Whether that will remain true is unknowable. Without the effort of the past few weeks, such deaths would have been inevitable. 
contagion nation, America and COVID-19. Today was supposed to mark the end of the social distancing guidelines recommended by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Having initially suggested lifting them at Easter, April 12th, Donald Trump extended them until the month's end. New York has shot past 67,000 cases and 1,200 deaths. Louisiana's governor warned that all the hospital beds in the New Orleans area could be occupied by April 10th. With the disease also raging in Atlanta, Boston, Detroit and elsewhere, the choice is not between what's best for public health or for the economy. Instead, it is between economic pain now to reduce the rate of new infections and precipitously resuming business as usual, which would allow the disease to spread unchecked and incur untold costs later. Health experts have warned that the latter could include 2.2 million dead Americans. Mr. Trump said that if America could keep COVID-19 deaths below 100,000, his administration would have done a very good job. Not quite so royal, the new lives of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, step down as senior royals today. The couple are going to live in Los Angeles, possibly because the employment opportunities for princes and actresses, as well as the weather, are better there than in Vancouver, where they had been expected to settle. Ms. Markle has done the voiceover for a Disney film on elephants released this week, though as the fee is going to an elephant charity, it will not contribute to the no doubt considerable expenses of setting up as an A-list couple in Celebrity Central. A tweet from President Donald Trump has jacked up the costs of their future life. The US will not pay for their security protection, he said. They must pay. The Sussexes swiftly made it clear they expected nothing from the American state. Private security arrangements have already been made, came the chilly response. Shooting from the hip, fresh vaccine hopes. Johnson & Johnson, an American pharmaceutical giant, says it has a candidate vaccine for the prevention of COVID-19 and plans to start mass production in early 2021. The firm, along with America's Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, a government agency, will spend more than $1 billion in scaling up production before learning whether the treatment is safe or effective. J&J, which aims to produce more than 1 billion doses, is the first to commit to making a vaccine against the coronavirus on such a scale. It is a risky investment. The vaccine may not work, and someone else may develop another vaccine or treatment first. Yet there are reasons for optimism. J&J has two backup candidates should the first vaccine fail in trials. The company successfully rushed an Ebola vaccine into production, and a large injection of government support helps too. Counting the damage, Germany's employment figures. This morning, Germany's labour agency will publish its monthly unemployment figures. These will offer a first glance at the scale of the coronavirus-inspired shutdown, although it will be partial. The cut-off point is March 12th, before Germany's most stringent restrictions went into effect. Various other barometers have suggested that the German labour market is in for a nasty hit. But it may hold up better than others thanks to the policy of Kurzarbeit, short-time work, under which the state covers a large share of the wages of workers whose hours are cut. By one estimate, Kurzarbeit halved the potential rise in unemployment during the global financial crisis of 2007 to 2009. One research group thinks that over a quarter of German firms will put at least some workers onto Kurzarbeit. The share will be even higher among German manufacturers who were already suffering before the corona crisis because of a slump in demand for German exports. 
Finally, here's the quote of the day from René Descartes, who was born on this day in 1596. In order to seek truth, it is necessary once in the course of our life to doubt as far as possible of all things. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.